and likely elsewhere in the universe, a kind of a second Big Bang occurs, a another uh, unexplainable emergence, which is building on the emergences that have come before. Life emerges, and with it comes a kind of a new domain of evolution. You know, cosmological evolution, according to physicists, kind of unfolds through its own um, sort of downhill reactions. Just as sort of the, the uh, entropic interaction of the elements produces first-generation stars and second-generation stars with their planets. But this is sort of a deterministic unfolding, at least as it's understood by science today. But with life comes almost new laws of physics. The emergence of life, with that emergence, comes this uh, amazing feature which is found nowhere else in the material universe, and that is purpose, agency. Life strives to survive and reproduce. And this striving is a new kind of form of causation, right? The intentionality of life is really underlying all forms of biological evolution, because if, if uh, life wasn't striving to survive and reproduce and fill up every niche, there wouldn't be any competition for natural selection to act upon. So Darwin's theory of natural selection in biology sort of presupposes this intentionality with all forms of life, and the emergence of this intentionality, of course, is just like the Big Bang itself, it's kind of a second Big Bang, right? So it's sort of completely unexplained, and it inaugurates a new uh, domain of evolution that uses new techniques of, of development. But there's a even though there's a discontinuity, between the evolution of matter and the evolution of life, the continuity is found in the fact that the, the, the accomplishments of earlier levels are taken up and used. So the accomplishments of the, the cosmological evolution, the creation of a solar system with you know, a water planet, right? that's, that's an evolutionary accomplishment, and we can characterize it as such because it, it becomes extremely valuable for life. Life could not evolve, at least as we know it, except for a water planet. So that, that achievement of you know, an amazing accomplishment through downhill reactions of cosmological evolution creates this platform which life then uses to build upon that platform. So we can see it at the macro level you know, as the biosphere comes to envelop planet Earth, but we can also see it at the micro level as well because at first there were only atoms, only physics. And then atoms complexified, so we had a higher form of organization, molecules, right? We moved from physics to chemistry. And, and you know, molecules contain atoms. They, they transcend but include atoms. Then the next level of organization is life's cellular structure, right? Cells contain molecules. They use molecules. They use atoms, but they transcend them, even as they're including them within their own structure. So life is this kind of second domain of evolution. And, of course... Science tells us that through the process of natural selection, life uh, continues to complexify. But there's still this process of emergence, right? Something more keeps coming from something less. And as I carefully argue in the book, Evolution's Purpose, natural selection doesn't explain completely all the forms of emergence. There's so much truth in, in this understanding of what the universe is and what it's doing that, that it, it forms like a spectrum of truth. And at one end are, you know, scientific facts, but at the other end of this, this understanding of how the universe came to be are, are spiritual truths. You know, evolution has a spiritual message. For me, this was a great part in the book that as you were writing about emergence and transcendence, you were also calling upon it, building the scientific evidence here. And you called the purpose here moving from 
first order purpose to second order purpose yeah. that humans possess as part of the evolution. Right. That's a perfect um, uh, framing of, of the message because the, 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 for, for years, scientists tried to reduce life, reduce biology to physics. Right, that that's the sort of standard method, or reductionistic method of, of science, and it has achieved a lot of uh, a lot of understanding, a lot of breakthroughs that come through reductionism and strict naturalism, and so you know this is something we need to honor and respect, of course. But the 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 element of life which science, at least many biologists, have fully have yet to fully come to grips with, is that the main thing that distinguishes life from non-life is this momentous emergence of purpose or, or agency, as it's called. And even the most uh, simplest, the simplest forms of life exhibit this agency. Even though it's genetically pre-programmed and semi-autonomous, even the most primitive prokaryotes will exhibit